0: Hey, welcome back. Matt passed his luck check. He's not here today. He's out having fun in the sun, but I would not leave you guys hanging. It is two weeks since the last podcast, so here I am again giving you the quick rundown update. I guess it's not much of a surprise when it's going to be my solo episode, so to speak, my mini episodes, as you can probably look at the time and the fact that it doesn't have a number and realize he's doing it by himself. The solo version is a lot harder because when we have Matt here, I can just take a 20-minute break or whatever when he's pontificating on something, go and get a snack and fix myself a drink. So trying to hold it down and not have too many pauses. There you go. The uh, uncomfortable silences. That's my bag, baby. It is unbelievable, but we are a week out from LongCon 2021. And yeah. I really honestly can't believe it. It does not feel like it should be November. It feels like it should be maybe June. It does not feel like we should be getting ready for a con, but right now I've got the printer a-going. It's printing out programs. I hate doing the programs. That's If I could farm something out for the convention, that would be probably the biggest thing right there. I just don't like putting it together. It's it's a pain to me, but those are printing out now. That's That's done after some of my procrastination. I still have to print out the badges. What else have we printed? We have printed out the little table tents, the ones that tell you this is table one, this is the game, these are the players that are signed up. And it seems like there's something else that I had to have printed too. I'm gonna have to get a lot more character sheets printed out, I've got that to do. So there's a little work left here and there to get ready for it, but pretty much the train has left the station. It's a coming. It's a happening. Nothing we can do about it now except for get ready for it. We've got a lot of uh, great special guests coming. We've got David Beatty, of course, from the Weird Frontiers. We've got Zach Glazier and Bad Mike coming from Frog God Games. John Watson with the Torg crew and... I think he's running two TORG games, and I was really surprised at the turnout that he got. I did not know there would be a lot of takers, but apparently there is a pretty decent amount of people around here interested in, in TORG. For those of you that like to hear some numbers information, what I can tell you is it looks like we're going to be maybe just shy of last year's Longcon, but slightly above this year's Long Con Spring I don't know what that tells you yet. I think people are still still a little bit leery to get out of the house. It's not back to where it was by any means. We're probably, jeez, 40 people down from our biggest con, which was the long con 2019. And looking at this one, part of the reason for the numbers is we used to have uh, a big group of kids that came. And they're not coming this time. We also, I think, probably Doug, our good buddy from NTRPG, brought geez, probably 10 people last time or something. He really had a crew at our con. So, I mean, we're missing that too. So, I guess overall, our numbers are not bad because you can just you can kind of look at those two things where we had bigger numbers of people coming and even with them not making it, our numbers are still pretty decent. So, other than excitement for the con, um, I've got some excitement for my buddy uh, Luau Lu, whose Kickstarter has about a week left. It is Seekers of the Unknown. Seekers of the Unknown. It's a MCC compatible adventure starting at level one, I believe, and going through. Congratulations to him. He started with a Kickstarter goal of $800, and last night, I haven't checked it today, but last night he had already got over $3,000. So, very well done. Very well done. Now, hopefully, here comes the uh, shameless self promotion. I have finally broken down and decided I think I'm going to do a Kickstarter. And you know what it's going to be for. Of course, it's for Carnage in the Casino. I really had to do a lot of soul searching over this one. I figured it was just going to be something that I put together just for me. It would sit on my shelf and collect dust and I would uh, have fond memories. But really what has made me think I should do a Kickstarter on this or at least get it out there in the world is feedback from people listening to the podcast. So thank you all of you out there in podcast land. Uh, Now we get to see one man's journey into confidence and then hopefully not abject failure. (laughs) This is where I need to edit in one of those big Matt laughs, (laughs) but yeah, it's definitely putting yourself out there to do something like this. So I'm curious to see how uh, my Kickstarter will go over for carnage, of course. And, just to see how it is, how it feels like, if I ever want to do it again after I go through it. I will say, uh, writing the module itself, it, it took forever. I can't tell you. I'm sure there's people that are like, I've been working on this since I was born, sort of thing, where they've just had decades. So it, mine's not that long, but it's definitely been years in the making. And There's always something that you want to add or remove or improve. For me, the hardest part is just saying like, okay, this is it. Now it is done. Or at least this version is done so I can get it out the door. Because I think I could be the George Lucas in Star Wars here and just tinkering with it forever and never releasing it. I have got a lot of good feedback from the folks that have been reading it for me because proofreading is one of those things that you'll always need as you do this. And I'm learning that it takes a village to get any of this done. So I've had uh, friends that proofread it, edit it, uh, help me do the layout. Uh, Lou, of course, hooked me up with my artist that I'm using, and I can't thank him enough for that. So I wouldn't have gotten anywhere without being able to have the art. And the art, I mean, even if you throw this module in the trash, save the art and make your own great, great adventure. That's how impressed I am with the art. And I've talked to the artist several times and told him just how much he inspired me by being able to see this stuff, what details he added into it, and how that, in turn, could affect the adventure. So that's been a fun and interesting journey. The one thing that I don't like is having to admit that I am a bit of a control freak because whenever whenever the module is out of my hands, I get the twitches. So right now, my buddy Mark who did the Long Con logo, who's done the design for our shirts for years and years, he is looking at the layout for me. And he said I did a pretty good job, but, I mean, anytime I can run something through Mark, I know it's going to get that professional shine put on it. So, this was my first time doing any layout or working in this program. So, that was it was all new and different to me. So, definitely, I was glad I had Mark to fall back on. Um, and, yeah, just networking 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 just having people that i could go to and ask questions and i mean i've talked to ben burns over at uh what is that new comic games so many times now and picked his brain and talking to lou and just anybody that would listen uh going through goodman games and getting the approval for the module was it's just weird because I don't know something about people that own the company actually getting back to you makes you feel humble something along those lines you're like wow they would actually take the time of day to come back and talk to me so that's the thing right now is I'm waiting for a final layout version to get back to me so that I can sit back into Goodman so that they can go yes you we're good with this uh then I can do the Kickstarter. I would love to be able to do the Kickstarter during the long con because the way I told my wife was like, well, I'm not going to be able to sleep because I'm going to have the nerves over that just waiting to see if it makes or not. So I might as well do it during the con since I'm not going to get any sleep anyway. And hopefully with people looking me in the eye, they'll feel a little bit more motivation to help me uh, kickstart this thing. So all of you out there in podcast land, I hope you will check it out. Give it a look. Hopefully, in a week or so, it'll be up. Knock on wood. And uh, if you're thinking about doing your own uh, adventure, writing your own module, I highly encourage you to do it. You probably won't make any money at it. That's what I'm looking at. Um, I don't expect to make money. Hopefully, I'll get back some of the money I spent in art. But there's just so many different little expenses with it that you don't think about. So this is something that we could talk about for probably an episode, and maybe we'll get some of our special guests at Long Con to kind of talk to us about it. Um, Yeah, because David Beatty's got uh, Weird Frontiers. I still have Dark Trails on the brain, but Weird Frontiers, and his book is over 900 pages. I want to say it's an inch bigger than the DCC book now. It is ridiculous, and my adventure is, we're talking like 20 pages, so 900 pages. I have so much respect for that and so much pride that, and pleasure knowing that I will never, ever, ever try and accomplish something that big. So definitely looking forward to talking to David Beatty about that. Um, other than plugging things that I've got going on, uh, I will again say that uh, Matt couldn't be with us, but for all the right reasons, he's ha- having a great time and he'll get he's looking forward to seeing you guys at the Long Con next uh week. So that's the end of my self-promotion minute here. Uh I will say a special thanks to uh Ron and Bradley who were the very first ple- people to ever playtest it when it was just sort of an outline in my head and that really helped so much. I pretty much sat and wrote the majority of the module as we were at the table playing like okay, this is the idea I came up with, so that's what it's gonna be, and having them to go through that with me. and hopefully when I if and when we get this second part out, which I think will be demolition in the dam or at the dam, should I say? Hopefully when I do that, I'll sit down with them and get them to run through it again first so they can suffer through that. but I mean, they really were so useful in that and playing. Just the barest bones of an adventure, and uh, being patient with it, I don't, I don't think they'd really noticed too much. But boy, I sure did. I realized how little there was to it, and I was able to fill out so much of it sitting there with them. So, Mm -hmm. something I would recommend to you to play test, play test, play test. Okay, on to some other things. The new Dune is out. Uh, Maybe you have seen it. Maybe you have not. I went to a viewing party over at Ron's house, so thanks again to him for opening up his lovely home to my family and for the wonderful spread of delicious delights that we were able to enjoy. Matt saw it on the big screen, so he loved it. I liked it. I have to say that I'm a book reader for Dune. I like the original, I think, 1984 version that one, I watched it, and then I said, this makes me want to read the book, and then I understood things. But I could definitely see the 84 version confusing and turning off just as many people as it might have turned on to it. The new Dune for me, I don't know, I'd probably be the weirdo here. It's just not a new story to me, so I don't think I like it as much. Sort of if they did a remake of, well, any other movie. It's different it's still good. I, like I said, it's hard to describe. It's just not new and exciting for me. How about that? It's It wasn't a new story. Something like Game of Thrones was a little more interesting because I hadn't seen it before. If 20 years from now they redo the Game of Thrones series or something, then I might be like, eh. I didn't um, watch the, I guess, sci-fi channel when they did I think they did uh, the original Dune and Dune Messiah books and made them into movies or miniseries. Just, I, I was not the person crying out for more Dune, but I am impressed and happy that it's had the mass success that it's had. I'm, I'm really surprised. Um, but I'm a big fan of the books, the movie was all right, but I think if I had to, I'd watch the 84 again. And it's not like I sit down and watch that movie all the time anyway. So, my two cents. Along the same lines, I watched for Halloween the movie It. So, uh, naturally, I saw the miniseries back in the day. And watching the new It was a little bit the same. I already know what's going to happen. There's not a lot of plot twists. Um, With It and the new Dune, there are some things that they couldn't do in the original movie. They added some pieces in. I would have to say for it, I like the original kids better, I think, but I haven't watched that since. Um, The, what was that? The early nineties, maybe. So I haven't seen it, but I think I like the kids portion of it better in the original. And I like the adult per- version, of portion better in the new version. Uh, one thing I'll say for the new version is it had a lot of incredible effects. Uh, there was a lot of things there to stimulate you. If you're like, how can? what are some cool monsters or cool effects that I could put it in an adventure? There are a lot of things that you could take from it. Um, it's very hard to beat the Tim Curry version of the Pennywise the Clown. I don't know. He's just got something about him. And we were just watching Rocky Horror the other day and how he... He is very inherently creepy when he needs to be. So, Anything else that I want to say about it? Not really. It was good. If you've never seen it, go out and watch it. It'd be hard, I think, to recommend the miniseries now to go back to somebody and go like, no, you should watch this instead. What I would like to go back and watch as a Stephen King, though, would be the, uh, I think it's Storm of the Century With André Linoge. give me what I want and I'll go away. More people need to see that just because I want to quote that line over and over. And uh, maybe that'll be my uh, Kickstarter theme right there. Give me what I want and I'll go away. The other thing that I have watched that is new and different, well, actually, I should say uh, What We Do in the Shadows has wrapped up their season come Halloween. That was pretty good. And the other thing that I've watched that is brand new coming back is a new season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Of course, I think you would know that that's right up my alley, somebody that doesn't like things. There's where I need to add another Matt laugh to this. (laughs) But uh, no, Curb Your Enthusiasm, big fan of it. This season is not off to a big roaring start yet, I don't think, but it is nice that it is back and hopefully – it'll pick up as we get going. But other than that, I think that's about all the exciting things I have to talk about for the podcast. Thank you guys for sticking in there with us. I would like to record some stuff during the long con, but I always say that that's always something we want to do, but you get into it and it flies by. So many things are going on. Um, We've got the new recording equipment now as a This is the first time we've had this set up. I don't think we had it when spring rolled around, or we might have just been getting it it then and getting set up with it. So who knows? I may drag this stuff up there, and I would definitely like to try and get a few people, especially our special guests, to uh, record something for all of you guys out there in podcast land. So thank you again for listening. Hopefully you will see that uh, Kickstarter up from me very soon. And hopefully we'll be able to give you a report from LongCon and let you guys know how that went. You guys have a fantastic week and weekend, and I can tell by the clock on the wall that I'm all out of hit points. Yeah. <laughs>